So welcome back to some real shit podcast. We still have Maya Workowski. I'm getting mm-hmm. there, Maya. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so easy too. And I've been saying it this whole entire time. And for as soon as we start recording, I'm like, Workowski. <laughs> okay. So we were talking to Maya about feminism um, because you are a big feminist and you had the fem, uh, FM magazine. Is that FNM? We, so I went to FNM. So we did like a little play on words. So we called it Feminem. Feminem. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That was awesome. So I figured you are the best person to talk to about because um, feminists, I feel like it's kind of depleting. Maybe I'm not around a lot of feminine feminism people, but I feel like it was like people thought of it as like a trend. And some men, they have that anti- it's an anti-feminist movement. Have you heard about that? Oh, I'm sure. I haven't heard about it, but I'm not surprised. Oh my gosh. So a friend of mine um, that I was doing the She-Hulk thing, he was like, oh, let me send you this thing. And I was like, what is this about? And um, I had sent it to another lady because um, she was going to do the podcast with me about it. And um, she's like, Five minutes into reading this, I was so mad. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I would be too. And I was like, it's a definition. There was a definition. I think I had sent it to her and um, I'm going to have to like, I didn't, I didn't plan this very well because I just thought about it. And when someone told me about it, because I told them that I was doing the episode on um, feminism and they were like, yeah, they have the anti-feminism feminism group um it's like a misogynistic group too and I was like they actually have like you actually created that I just it baffles me that people put so much energy into creating something like that that's just aimed at like hating and tearing other people down yeah it's like it's it's almost like when when you have like uh like when they created BET right and then they're like okay well let's create the opposite of BET because I I believe in I'm I'm thinking the reason why that uh things like it's just kind of like when everybody's coming out it's the coming out of everyone so when Black Entertainment came out it was because they wanted to see more colored people on television not that we wanted to stray away from you know from white people because um don't get me wrong my first music television was MTV I was all into Guns N' Roses Metallica you know that's that's what I grew up on and that's what my culture is now you know and then when they introduced rap music and all the other stuff it was everybody coming out when I see a lot of like uh, I think it was uh rich Asians I was there to watch that and the new one that's coming out bro I still want to go see that because I was like it looks funny as hell and it's a romance which you rarely ever see so it's kind of like a coming out of a rom-com for gay men and I was like okay I gotta go see that so I feel like when people start coming out and start you know there's always going to be some anti somebody somewhere to bring you down to hate on this to do all of this and I'm just like that's what's wrong with society I know and it's like with um, the new Ariel movie, 
there was some people that were mad that Ariel was black. And it's like, why would you get mad about something like that that's giving joy and representation to people that need it? Yeah. My, okay, so when Hamilton came out, I was like, I watched it. I had to, I had to watch it for uh, a college class. I think it was my, I forgot, critical, uh, creative writing class. And I watched it and I fell in love with that show. Like I was like telling everybody about it. Oh, you got to watch Hamilton. I haven't made the kids watch it, but you know, kids are, they'll be like, oh, singing. <laughs> That's why I ended up watching Mary Poppins by myself. Cause as soon as they hear, oh, it's a musical, I'm going to go play. You know, <laughs> I got to still work that into the culture for them. They still got to understand that. But um, yeah, my ex was like, oh no, I don't believe in um alexander Ham they made alexander hamilton spanish oh no uh-uh we have to stick to the true nature yeah the true nature of it i was like it was a beautiful representation of uh, a story that was told stories don't have to always be exactly as long as the story still stays the same what does it matter what color is playing mm -hmm. you know the name still is the same like, I mean, if somebody, if I wrote a book about my biography and it was written by me and an Asian person played it because it was such a beautiful story, they really liked it. And they're like, oh, I'm going to play this person only because of the content of it. I don't, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as she's gorgeous. You know what I mean? I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> so that's why I feel like people get a little crazy with their anti this I know yeah so we can ramble all day about stuff like that I'm sorry my <laughs> <laughs> um, my other question about um, feminism uh, what what do feminists generally agree on and what do they generally disagree about so this is a huge aspect of being a feminist and for a while actually after I had graduated college I just I needed to take a break from uh, because I had been so involved in um, feminism with mm -hmm. the magazine and everything mm -hmm. uh, there are so many things that people disagree on mm -hmm. that I need just needed to step away and just take a break for a little bit because it became so much. It was a lot to handle. And so I think that feminists will generally agree that there should be equality among all genders, regardless of what that gender is. I think feminists will typically agree that um, everyone is entitled to having you know, their basic needs met and having respect from other people in the world. Mm -hmm. But within feminism, mm -hmm. there's a lot of topics that people disagree about when it comes to empowerment. So, for example, people disagree on whether sex work is empowering or not. Um, people disagree... Works? If um, people disagree as to whether sex work is empowering or not. What's sex work? 
like um if someone I don't know is like a stripper or something like that like things that have to do with um like like prostitution or like yeah yeah stuff like that okay so people have differing opinions as to you know whether that can be empowering or whether um pornography is empowering to women or not um and so I would say that there are certain issues within the community that people just have differences of opinions on. Mm-hmm. And um, that is always like pretty prevalent. And it's what it's also what makes fem- feminism so engaging to me because I love that. I love those debates and I love learning more about sides that, um, you know, I don't know as much about or maybe I don't agree with Mm -hmm. but that's it's it's like something that's amazing about it and also something that uh can be challenging at times Mm. so do you do you agree with the the sex work that it's something that's needed in our culture so I feel like when people say that sex work is empowering Mm -hmm. I feel like what they're saying is that being able to make your own money and provide for yourself and your family is empowering and I agree with that but I just I don't know if sex work itself is empowering like I think that people conflate sex work with earning money and being able to be autonomous, like because of the autonomy that money provides. So, and you know, I've spent a lot of time thinking about that question and I'm not a sex worker myself, but that's kind of where I've landed with that question. Um, And, you know, I'm, I'm open to hearing different perspectives on that but that's where I am with that now um because like one of one of the things with sex work I feel is that it I feel like with consent like consent is so important Mm -hmm. and if at the end of the day you're um having sex work to like or if you're engaging with sexual acts for money, mm-hmm. then I feel like that calls into question consent because, you know, you might not, if if you're working a job that doesn't involve sex work, mm-hmm. you might not want to get up and go to work every day, but you still have to go and do your job. So there's certain, like, I guess psychological questions that I have about it Mm -hmm. because it's like consent is so important and what happens to that when it becomes a job Hmm. that's a good question I mean honestly I have never been a stripper except like a pretend stripper (laughs) i didn't get any dollar bills um but you know it was fun and it's it's personable it's with a boyfriend um 
as for the pornography, I'm sure some of us have, have dabbled into that personally with boyfriends or whatever and girlfriends and stuff like that. And um, I think it becomes an issue when it when it's out there for everyone. Um, but I was watching uh, P Valley. I don't know if you've ever uh, mm -mm. seen it. I'm I'm just giving you all this team. My, you're gonna have to go watch and I know stuff. But yeah, there's this show on. Um, I think it's Stars, and it's called P Valley. And obviously, you know what the P stands for. So, um, and it's it's about a strip joint and it's about uh some top strippers and I mean the things these girls do like I sat there and I sent it uh before to a co-worker and I was just like these are my goals because the what they were doing on the stripper pole was kind of it, it made everything look like it is a job it is not like I'm here to make these guys all hot and bothered it was like I'm here to put on like like as if you were an actress or if you are a, a dancer because most of them are all dancers so they were just putting on shows and the way the strength of their legs the way they were doing stuff I was just like good god I wouldn't be able to do that on on a broomstick you know <laughs> like a little little things I wouldn't be able to do but it was just so unique to me and it made me look at the whole situation in a different perspective because I, I've been to a strip joint before and I was just like, wow, this is crazy. But they weren't doing half the things, half the things they were doing on this show. You could tell these were professional girls. And I mean, it makes things in a different perspective to where these ladies really had a lot of empowerment. You know, they were in total control. These men thought they were in control. But here you are standing here um, with wads of money in your hand and you're throwing it at women dancing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just yeah. like you see the entire the entire dance floor covered in money. And I see why they would think like this is in, in an empowerment thing. Me personally, I would be scared to death if I fall from the top of, of something, the way the things that these girls were doing. So I probably wouldn't even be able to, and not right now either. I wouldn't be able to lift my big butt up, up anything. <laughs> so, but yeah, I could see why. And I mean, the pornography thing, I kind of have an issue with that because not so much for the women, but for the men, the men kind of get desensitized by pornography, I think, and they, they lose sight of what a real relationship and connection is. Um, and then I think prostitution, I don't, prostitution is just a, uh, just a, ooh, I, I don't know what kind of, because it's more than one man. I mean, sometimes like I have friends that make jokes that saying, well, you are a personal prostitute and escort anyways, because when you get with a guy, some girls are like, where's my money? You know, where's, uh, you know, you're in a relationship. I need money for this and money for that. And so to each its own, but I get it where I feel like there is that tug of war on each side. It, yeah. it, is, it is what it is for that person and that particular sense of what they're trying to accomplish. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like there's so many nuances involved with the things that feminists disagree on mm -hmm. that it's like, even if it's like you understand where someone else is coming from, 
even if you disagree with them, because it's like, like we were saying earlier, everyone has their own lived experiences and their own reasons for doing things that it's like, okay, you know, you know, we have different stances on that, but like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what people need to do when it comes down to the anti, the anti everything. I'm going to call them the anti everything group. We have different stance on a lot of things. Uh, we don't have to like fight over it. You're not going to change my mind once I, that's like me and you fighting over what color skin I have. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it doesn't matter. You know, maybe I'm really not uh, a black person. Maybe God has a thing in his mind where I'm actually called some special Jaya Jaya color. This is what you are. You know what I mean? So to yeah. me, it doesn't even matter that we argue about the things that don't matter. So um and I and I feel like the fact that we have to discuss things like this for people to understand or to see us as an equal and not unless. I mean, people take things from the Bible and they just put it in, like we discussed that before, they put it mm -hmm. in their own way. And that's pretty much the reasons why we have to have feminist movements because people take the little part from the Bible said, oh, well, you know, Eve ate the apple and Eve made a sin and Eve and this. So and in the Bible, we were, women are less than men. And so we have to live this way and women are supposed to be this and this and this and men are supposed to be a certain way too. So this is why we're constantly fighting these battles. Yeah, I feel like people, like, I feel like people think like, oh, why do feminists hate men and stuff like that? And it's always reduced to that. It's always reduced to why do you hate me because I'm a man? But it's so much more nuanced than that. Like, there's, I feel like people just have to keep having conversations about what it actually means to be a feminist because you know hating men is not even an equation like you don't have to hate men in order to want better for women that's true I remember and this is kind of off subject but kind of on subject I remember I was at a club and I um, was just not feeling like I wasn't at the club to pick up on a guy you know what I mean I was just there to have fun with my friends and a guy asked me to dance I was like no thank you I just want to dance by myself and he just looked at me he's like you're a fucking lesbian and I was like where the hell did that come from but okay if it makes you feel better to say that hey and I mean I think that's why nowadays women you see a guy that you don't like you're like oh this is my girlfriend yeah <laughs> you know I feel like yeah and that honestly that goes into like the safety aspect too like mm -hmm. some there are certain situations where women just can't disagree or if they do disagree, there's like actual physical harm that can be done to them. So like if a woman does say like, oh, this is my girlfriend or this is my boyfriend to make themselves feel safer in a situation. Mm -hmm. I feel like that says so much about our society because it's like you know that the situation has potential to escalate and that's really scary. Mm -hmm. That's true. Uh, that's honestly true because you don't even know who you're dealing with and you and, and right. I mean to be so aggressive and, and you know when people drink you either have the happy person or you just have an aggressive person so it's like when you have that aggressive person and their response was 
oh, you must be a lesbian. You know that they're the aggressive person. Because mm-hmm. somebody who's happy be like, okay, I understand. And they'll just walk away. You know, you don't automatically just label somebody that. So you you know what that situation is all about. So yeah. Um what what questions do most people ask about feminism? What questions? I mean, I'm sure I ask a whole bunch of questions today. <laughs> <laughs> um I, well, I feel like going back to what we were just talking about, mm-hmm. I feel like a really common question is, do feminists hate men or why do feminists hate men? Um, and people ask that because they don't understand that it's not really about that. It's mm-hmm. about wanting better for yourself mm-hmm. um, and the other women, you know, in the society as well. And I feel like another question that is super common is how is feminism relevant to today so people are educated on um the issues of the past but they don't see how it's still relevant to the present and honestly like i do understand that more to some extent because um there's certain problems that even though i'm a big proponent of policy changes and having the intent of the law match the the or sorry having the letter of the law match the intent mm-hmm. um there's certain things that can't just be fixed by policy so when people say how is how is feminism relevant today to today um those people aren't privy to all of the little situations that happen that they don't even see that women have to go through and like oftentimes relating back to the physical safety of women. So like, for example, um, it would be so hard for me to explain to someone all of the things that I've gone through as a woman that make me a feminist and like feminists shouldn't have to go through and explain every single traumatic thing that's happened to them just for someone to understand why feminism is relevant to today. But because a lot of those things, like whoever's asking, Mm -hmm. you know, hasn't seen all the things that have happened to you to make you a feminist. Um, And yeah, so I feel like there's certain things, little things or big things that just happen that most people aren't aware of because they're part of your own personal story um and so yeah I feel like when people just try to see um feminism as a matter of policy and not a social thing they that is when they start asking how is it relevant to today so do you think that maybe we need to have uh more of a a viewpoint maybe it's just for more women to speak out to things that are um that they're experiencing because i i feel like when men are not very privy to their own um actions you know they don't understand it they don't know how it offends women they basically just kind of think oh but I'm okay. I, I love women. You love women. 
but you objectify them. Yeah. You don't see them for past what they are. You know, you hold on to the the vision of that they're sexual creatures. And then you say, oh, I love women. No, you love that of a woman. You don't understand what that would feel like to a woman. So how do you feel like you are a feminism? So I feel like if women were able to speak up and say more things, like I I find sometimes men kind of speak up for women you know, women get angry. Well, this is, I'm not saying with all women, but I just the, the experience I've had that people get angry, but they, they don't really speak up sometimes. Yeah. So I feel you- like that's another situation where like, if women build sisterhood with each other, mm-hmm. I feel like that is so powerful just to know that you're seen by someone who understands your experiences. Yeah. That's true. Um, Because I run into that myself where, and it it probably starts with the younger females. You know what I mean? They tend to be not as mature in the concept and they kind of fall short of the understanding of it. So I feel like if they were to be able to be more proactive in the understanding that, you know, don't let a man treat you a certain way, don't act a certain way and that sort of thing and speak out more, then that would be, you know, the issue as, as like older, like when you get older and stuff, you understand it and you gravitate more towards being equal because of, you know, work experience and everything. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like sometimes younger females don't do that. Yeah. I feel like that's also because they, don't understand their worth and they're approaching life from like a scarcity mindset like uh-huh. um you know they think that oh this is like the best that I'm ever going to get and they don't you know acknowledge the part of themselves that's saying I deserve more than this yeah because I think sometimes society or friends or family or whoever's around them make them feel like they don't you're not going to get anywhere else this is where you are this is your glass ceiling, you've hit it, that's it. And I think this is where, like you said, building a sisterhood. So it's, it's taking the entire village of women in order to instruct and guide these younger females in the right things. Yeah. Because a lot of people look at feminism as some like, lesbian movement. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's, it's, um, they just want this and that. And I'm just like, it's every woman yeah. in, in actuality. Cause I've gotten yeah. that. That's why I referenced that because I've, I've heard people say that before and I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. And I feel like that again is just going back to seeing women as only sexual creatures. Like obviously feminism should include like, queer women as part of that Uh but it doesn't mean that everyone who's a feminist just wants to like fuck each other like it goes beyond just that basic level like there's it has to do with more and like just seeing your fellow women as equals and wanting men to and you know everyone to do the same yeah that's true why don't we hear more 
men speaking out about women's rights. We do, but when I hear it, they contradict themselves. But why do you think men don't do it? Um, I think there's a few different reasons. I think partially it's that men feel like they, um, it's not their story to tell and it's not their thing to like step in on, but it's like, I feel like they're mistaking being timid for like being respectful and I feel like you know just having more courage like I think that men are sometimes a little bit afraid to like step into the feminine space and like understand more about what's going on so I think that there's that aspect but I also think that there's some men who are just they just don't care and I know that that sounds so sad but that's the reality. Like, um, when I was in college, I remember I was just like talking with some acquaintances and, um, they were like two, there were two guys and maybe like three girls in the group. And the two guys were like, um, yeah, I don't like the patriarchy, but I'm happy I benefit from it. And they were just like, oh, sorry. Like they, and they were so blase about it and the way that they were talking, it was so disrespectful. And I just feel like sometimes men just don't care as much because it doesn't, it's not an issue that they see as directly affecting them, even though the patriarchy is harmful to everyone, regardless of their gender identity. The way I look at that is, don't y'all have mamas? Did you guys not come from women? These are your women. Regardless of how you feel towards your mom, that is the person that gave birth to you. Do you not feel like she has a right to be treated with respect? And if she's a yeah. single mom, don't you think that a single mom should have the right to go have a job? and be paid the same as much same amount as her counterparts yeah so um i agree i mean they don't really think too much and some people would be like yeah i'm, I'm a feminist and like i said they contradict themselves because they'll say yeah i i speak out for women but then sometimes you speak against women yeah when it comes to like sexuality and stuff yeah and I feel like at this point in my life I am surrounded I've made a point to surround myself with people who share values that I do so it's pretty rare for me at this point in my life to like interact with people that are actively anti-women but on and Honestly, it makes it even more surprising then when I'm in a public space and I do get uh, a whiff of like misogyny because it's like, I cannot believe people are still doing this today. Yeah. Yeah. I I get it too. I mean, I, I don't work with a lot of, um, I don't work 
with a lot of male and if i do they're all gay men um and lesbians and then um i do have is it appropriate to say lesbian i mean i've been saying it the whole show is it le- yeah. lesbian or queer okay all right <laughs> um and i do have most of the the straight people they're married so when i get people into the lab it's like um i'm learning day to day and so i don't i don't get that unless i'm around like 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 i don't know because i haven't been around it and i would say the most i got was like probably from an ex-boyfriend where i was just kind of like oh my god yeah i have to go yeah yeah but yeah so but um yeah that's it but Maya I want to thank you so much for joining me again and I'm so glad that your video is working this time yay yay so um you are you still writing another book I am yeah so um I don't know when I will publish that book um I'm kind of in some planning stages right now. Uh-huh. I've been writing some new material recently, which has been really great. Uh-huh. Um, but my debut book is called Quiver and it's on Amazon. So if you just type in Quiver by Maya Workowski, it'll come up and it has a pink cover with a hand on it. So it's pretty recognizable. Um, so if you want to check it out there, it's all about... Um, just queerness and understanding spirituality from a different perspective and kind of just engaging with your life experiences. And then if that sounds appealing to you, I also have TikTok. So you can follow me at that by poet and I post poetry on there all the time. So yeah, check it out. Can you read us one of your poems? Oh my gosh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, let me just get one of my, let me get my book. Okay. Okay, so I will read Palm Sunday. Okay. Do you remember how to pray? I never knew how to beg, but I don't say this. My knees dig into the carpet, soft, then hard, then soft again, because the blood has left them. My body learns the want of something, and I'm learning how to pray. My hands know more of it than I do. How does communion taste? Is it the same as skin at midnight? My hands think so. Instead, I say yes, and when the scent of her cherry cigarette stands behind me, like a ghost I am relieved to embrace, I almost think it right to be here. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that book gives me quivers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. And anytime you want to hang out with me, you know where to find me. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much for having me on. I loved being here. 
And I love talking about feminism with you. Oh, anytime, anytime. I'm a feminist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Maya. Thank you. Bye. Bye.